Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 37. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and then we'll be talking about the series premiere of Still Starcrossed, the fourth season finales of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Hundred, and then a recent episode of Doctor Who. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 370. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com, and this week I have joining me... Kyle Nolan of noreruns.net. And Leah Baker of nicegirlstv.com. Which is very appropriate considering the picture I'm looking at you right now has devil horns on, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. On on Skype, so... Yeah, undercovernicegirls.com? I don't... (laughs) So thank you both for uh, joining me this week, and uh, we'll uh, jump into the news. A few things that were announced uh, over the last few days since we last recorded. Uh, HBO has renewed Silicon Valley for a fifth season and Veep for a seventh. I'm happy about those. I'm still watching both of those. Yeah, Veep is awesome. I haven't watched Silicon Valley, though. Yeah, I'm behind on both, but but yeah, both... Enjoyed both when I have been watching, and uh, and Veep seems to still be uh, finding the funny here uh, long after she's no longer the Veep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that uh, that works, uh, I suppose. With uh, what's his name leaving uh, Silicon Valley, that could be uh, interesting to see how they rearrange some things there. Yeah. I'm sure they'll find a way to keep... It's not like he's the only person on the cast. I'm sure they'll... It'll be just fine. And so those will be back. And then... Next up, NBC... uh, Has decided to cancel Chicago Justice after just one season. So... Not everything... (laughs) Not everything in Chicago... uh, Is is continuing on. Uh, Still... You know, following up on our conversation from the last podcast, still kind of uh, surprised that it didn't. Uh, but I guess they had uh, some other things that they thought they could do uh, better with, uh, potentially. Was it you and I that were joking about make it, if Timeless had Chicago in the yeah, the, um, <laughs> yeah in the title, they would have definitely gotten picked up. I mean, although they did end up getting picked up, but I guess that's not true. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have Chicago yeah. in the title or not. Yeah, so that's... Uh, you know that's kind of interesting. That one uh, kicking back down to what are they? What just the three shows now in the Chicago universe? <laughs> just the three. Who knows? Yeah. Next year there'll be another Chicago something. I'm sure. <laughs> like they're just trying to come up with a new idea this year. But then, as we mentioned uh, last week, Grey's Anatomy is trying to create their own Seattle version of the Chicago universe. So, uh, since they're going to be spinning off some sort of you know, first responders or, you know, fire and rescue paramedic type uh, drama out of the Grey's Anatomy uh, show. So I have an idea. I know what hospital they're going to be showing up to a lot. What? <laughs> I don't know. How could you know something like that? <laughs> it would just be nice if they actually filmed that show up here in <laughs> Seattle. No. <laughs> That'll be some B unit flyover with the Space Needle. Space Needle has to be in every shot that's outside. Well, at least in the fictional universe of Grey's Anatomy, 
the hospital does sit right next to the Space Needle in downtown Seattle. <laughs> True. Also known as uh, Como Channel 4, the actual building that they use. <laughs> they just the, – all the helipad shots that they shoot here locally, they use the, the news channel. To us non-Seattle people. Yeah, the ABC affiliate Channel 4 sits right across from the Space Needle and they use their helipad to film those scenes. So there you go. A little uh, – a little Grey's Anatomy tidbit or fun fact. For a non-Seattle person, I just believe that everything centers That's right. right around the space. <laughs> everything takes place. And you can see it from everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter amazing. where you are. You I'm sure you can see it from your house. There's and... no there's no buildings or trees or lakes or anything that, uh, you know, cause any type of distance away from anything. No no hills, things of that nature. It, it, it doesn't matter where in Washington you are. That's you right. can just You just look out your window and it's right there. So next up, also on the cancellation front, uh, Netflix has canceled The Get Down after one season. I thought this was pretty much known before it even aired. (laughs) (laughs) But that's now official. And then uh, WGN America has canceled Underground after two seasons uh, because... They're canceling everything. (laughs) They're They're getting out of the They're pretty much getting out of the scripted business after... uh, they were sold to another conglomerate or whatever, and they're changing direction on what they're what they're going to be doing with that network. And so, I mean, this had to have been guaranteed. If they canceled their highest rated program, why would they keep anything yeah. lower rated? Yeah, they you know they canceled uh, recently. Outsiders was canceled, and and then what was the other one that they had? S- Salem. Yeah. So you know that that came to an end, and so. So yeah, they're uh it's one of the one of the first maybe maybe early signs of actually hitting peak TV and we're starting to tip over down the other side where one can only few, hope a few of these a few of these uh networks are starting to actually get out of the scripted TV game. There was some there was uh there was something else recently. MTV is doing it too, right? Well, MTV is yeah, they're they're sort of backing stuff. out, but they're doing a whole within that conglomerate of stuff like TV Land and Spike TV and a whole bunch of you know cable nets that are owned by the same by Paramount. They're doing some rebranding and some reshuffling, so that's why. Yeah, I think, Spike TV is going to be like the Paramount Network yeah, or something, right? The, yeah, it's going to be the Paramount Network and things like the Shannara Chronicles that was on MTV is now going to be on Spike TV and then the Paramount Network and things like that. So they're not they're not fully pulling back out of scripted. It's just where they're putting it <laughs> right. is changing up some because they're focusing on certain uh, of their networks. They're more focused on for the scripted stuff. And so that's that's where that's going. But, yeah, there's uh, been a little bit of uh, of a pullback. Uh, here and there, but as oh, that's the other one is uh, A and E is is gotten out of uh, with the with the end Bates of Motel. Uh, Bates Motel. They're they're out of the scripted game uh, now as well. So so yeah, maybe or these are all these shows will just consolidate more onto these other places uh, going forward. Maybe there will be just enough TV that Kyle can watch TV at. Normal speed instead never. of 1.9 <laughs> <Never. nine> times. <laughs> I can never go back. You can never go back. <laughs> Although I did watch 
beat Shazam at normal speed because <laughs> there was no way I was going to beat Shazam <laughs> at <sped up> speed. <laughs> yeah, that would have been impressive and difficult. <laughs> uh, all right. So that'll do it for the news, and we'll move on to the uh, primetime segment. First up, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Season 4, Episode 21, The Bank Job, and Episode 22, Crime and Punishment. We'll start with you, Leah. What did you think of of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and where we left things off here? So I, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. However, has there ever been a comedy that had so many cliffhangers? Every single episode they have ends on, like, a cliffhanger. I don't know. That That is starting to bother me. Yeah, they, def- they definitely do. They definitely go for the big type of cliffhanger type thing or something. Uh, for I mean, there are, of, sh- there are end of seasons on that show. Yeah. I mean, there are hour long dramas that don't do as many end of season cliffhangers as Brooklyn Nine-Nine has done. Well, like the whole bus hit cliffhanger that they had, oh. that they just like kind of sweep that under the rug. It didn't even like really. No, she had a neck brace on the next time, and then that was it. And they kind of didn't even talk about it. And I it figured wasn't that. Because, I thought that was her maternity leave, right? Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> but then now she's because pregnant. She is. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. she is actually pregnant, but now she's pregnant. And I did like Ryan Phillippe though showing up as one of the Boyle cousins. That cracked yeah. me up because as, yeah, as the. As the ugly the, one. Yeah, as the, the ugly one. The, ugly. <laughs> the uh, loser of the Boyle yeah. clan. <laughs> the troll. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of them are all looking at him going, Boyle, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, now, do they know that this was already renewed before they ended with the, with the cliffhanger? Because that would be a really way, a bad way to end the series of them being convicted and heading off to jail without, yeah, okay, that's it. This is definitely a show that I hope that they give them a heads up. It, whenever, whenever the final season comes for it, I hope they give them a, plenty of heads up so that they they don't end a season because yeah it would uh, it would kind of suck to the show would be over and you're like but did they ever get Jake and Rose out of jail like did they just continue to be framed did they what happened yeah yeah their cliffhangers have gotten a little out of control for me but overall I mean I still think the show's pretty funny yeah I did I did. Uh... Appreciate in the in the second ep- or the finale how like when they started to get the hackers to help them out and each person always has to start off with finding some <laughs> embarrassing thing from Terry. Like, no, no, we don't need to go there. Let's just like, well, I got this blackmail stuff just in case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hungry and I needed some yen. <laughs> oh, poor Terry. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, when the la- when the what like the third one sits down, he's like, I'm not denigrating your ability in any way. <laughs> <laughs> Could we just move to the? Uh, and then they're like, yeah. Then all of a sudden they're like, but did you know the Jerry? <laughs> He's like, come on. That's what I do appreciate about that show, though, is that they have a pretty decent sized cast, and they still manage to give everybody something to do every episode. Because I don't know, not every show can manage that with a cast. Yeah, and they yeah, do. I mean, they've done a good job of like the the cast has really done a good job of melding together, where they can pretty much pair up anybody now. Yeah, for something and and stuff seems to work. Like you know, it's not 
you know, it's not always Jake and Boyle or, you know, uh, things like that. They, yeah, they Jake tend and to, Amy. you know, yeah. they, they, they move them around that different ones end up having, you know, partnering up on different cases and stuff like that, uh, when they're, you know, when they're investigating. So it's not, uh, always, always the same thing. And, you know, different little groups get into different types of, you know, trouble from week to week. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just really, just a, a really fun show, but, but yeah, they always do some big, uh, cliffhanger and it'll take them. The thing I do like about what they do with their cliffhangers is they usually happen in such a way that three months later, when they come back, they pick up roughly three months later, you know, in, <laughs> yes. in the timeline. And then they don't just clear, like, they don't just clear it away in like, in like one week, it still takes like, you know, a handful of episodes into the season to, you know, still continue to get hit to, by a bus. Yeah. Still. Yeah. To, except for the bus. <laughs> well, to, to then, you know, finally uh, fix that, uh, uh, that type of a problem or whatever, but. You know, yeah, it took them half a season to fix um, the captain and Jake down in Florida and witness protection. But yeah, then, it was yeah, it was well like into. Said, the... They had the bus just knocked her out, <laughs> ran her down, and then the next episode she had a brakes on, and then the next episode after that she had nothing, and they've haven't talked about it since. Well, it seemed like she was in a brace or something for a, a, a bit longer. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't remember. It was, I mean, it was it was a while before. Uh, I think they kind of slowly went from a big like brace and things like that to like a little bit less, and then uh, things like that. But but they still factored it into like stories early on of like her doing even less <laughs> you know, than she normally does. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> I like in the episode where she. She 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 says she's leaving, and she's like, "If the phone rings, don't don't bother answering it. I don't." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just a good a good cast, and uh, you know, look forward to to that one coming back and seeing how they they get them out of jail because you know that's. I mean, it I could think be, they're just going to. It could be maybe the. I mean, they could be in jail for a few weeks or whatever. I mean, yep. I mean uh, Jake behind bars has got to be uh, <laughs> hilarious, you know. No, was and, he he was never behind bars, right? He was playing like the doctor in the jail the last time. Yeah, yeah, they had Amy behind bars. Yeah, with her quote unquote fake pregnancy uh-huh. <laughs> in the show, but was thinking real life. Yeah, that's uh, uh, you know maybe they can do some uh, have some fun with like. You know, an orange is the new black spoof with like Rosa in a women's <laughs> prison or something like that on the, on the other side of things. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Rosa having any trouble. In prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ultimately, maybe even like enjoying it more than she thought she would. <laughs> 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 Although I did, I, but I love the Rosa character too for things like she's tough, badass, and she won't. She like doesn't want to give up what her alibi is for one of the one of the bank robberies, and then she's like, "Fine." She pulls out the ticket. She's like, "I was at a La La Land sing along," <laughs> <You know? laughs> <Yes. laughs> which is 
which is so <laughs> which is so perfect because Rosa has like these random like things that nobody is like in her private life her is like super different than like her regular on the job cop life. And uh, every once in a while you get like a little peek behind the things like the episode where they were like hiding out like at her apartment because nobody <laughs> knew where it was. No one knew where it was. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they find out all these things about her and then at the end she's like, well, now I have to move. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. uh, but it's stuff like that that they just pull out for these uh, different characters that you've, you know, you keep learning new stuff about them and stuff, and yeah. it's just uh, it's just a lot of fun. And uh, speaking of a lot of fun, <laughs> <laughs> move on to the next show on the list, which is the hundred, uh, season four, episode thirteen, Prime Fire, which was the season finale. And uh, Lee is not watching the hundred. I am not, and I'm getting a lot of grief for it. I mean, what, 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 I mean, what is your problem, Leah? I mean, <laughs> do you not like shows where there's no good decisions to be made? <laughs> Everything's bad all the time. That's exactly uh, why I had to stop watching The Walking Dead. Although I did, although I did like the the conversation between why am I blinking between Clark and Bellamy talking about decisions and stuff like that or whatever, and she's like. There are no good decisions. Like there's never it's like she's never had there all have been terrible decisions that she's had to make. Sure, she just she just had some alone time. <laughs> <laughs> but the, seeing the name of the episode written down, I never realized that's how it was spelled. I always thought it was prime fire <laughs> was what what they were saying all that time. But it's another show with a uh, slight bit of a <laughs> cliffhanger of an ending. Yeah, just... <laughs> But I, I thought this was a really, really good episode. And like this show where you never know when they're going to kill someone off, there was definitely a real sense of danger. Like you didn't know, like, could they actually kill Clark off? Perhaps. <laughs> like, like, OK, it could happen. And then like Monty, are they just going to like ditch him? Uh, it could happen. And like then when they're all running out of air, is someone going to? not make it yeah. but i mean that was a little, a little convenient how quickly that air came on and they all started breathing but uh they were all right there yeah. next to the vents that's true they were dragging <laughs> each other over to the vent but still like that all that stuff that hadn't been turned on well, i guess it'd only been like are they have they only been on the earth for a couple months or uh, it's been or how long has it been it's been longer than that it's been i'm not sure exactly the uh the time frame, but it's been, it's been a, a decently solid period of time uh, that they've been, they've been down there, but which makes it you know, all of a sudden doing like a six year and seven day time jump you know, at the end. And interesting. Uh, yeah. I expected them to do like, Oh, okay. Here's five years. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh no, we'll just throw in some extra time while we're at it. <laughs> yeah, to show that like nobody has come back down from the space station and the you know, the the bunker is under, you know, tons of rubble cuz you know, basically like the whole you know, tower and everything that was around where the uh where the bunker was just, you know, was completely destroyed and fell on top of it. Uh, so Yet somehow been... her house was okay where she was staying. Or was that underground, her thing? Her... Well, that was uh, the underground bunker or whatever, but 
I mean, it was – you don't know where she was actually staying, but somehow the uh, – the, the thing I was interested in is somehow I want to know where the vehicle was parked during – like where did they park the vehicle when they went to the underground thing to launch the – you know, to launch the, the rocket. rocket? Like where did they – did they park the vehicle inside too because that was in good shape? Well, she had six years to build the vehicle. So she <laughs> to, had to, re, to repair it? Yeah. <laughs> But what did you think of the, well, the you know the very end? Of- I thought that like that now it's, some places dropping off a bunch of prisoners onto the yeah, but onto like the earth. That, yeah, that was the thing. It was some sort of tri- prisoner transport from something. But you're just like, where have like it's been six plus years since they landed on the planet, and it was many years before that that they were up in the ark. Well, I tried to even think that they were supposed to be like the only people. Yeah. Like where where were these prisoners shipped off to and where are they coming back from or or what what exactly was going on there cuz that's like a really it'd be a, like a really long period of time since, you know, the the earth was inhabitable, you know, some some time ago when something like they, that would have been possibly shipped off if they're prisoners shipped off from the earth or something. The grandchildren of the prisoners who were yeah. also prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like how long ago was was that, and like where, you know, I'm I'm assuming that we're not talking that everything that we're talking about in the hundred is is originally Earth based. That we're not talking about like this is a prisoner transport from another planet, yeah, uh, type of thing. Uh, so, uh, but who was the who was the girl with Clark? That's what I was wondering. I don't think we've seen her before, right? Was there? Like, and she looked, she looked like you know, twelve or something, or yeah, she or was what? way older than Definitely. like. Then she was suddenly pregnant and had a kid yeah. that was five years old or something, or six years old. Not that Clark's been with anybody that could get her pregnant <laughs> anytime recently. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, that wouldn't be the case, anyways. But but yeah, I couldn't remember like. If she said the name or like she did say the name because you're assuming that she would have also had to have been, you know, a nightblood kid from someplace. But like where, you know, I thought all of them had been wiped out. Like, where did she come across somebody else that survived outside uh, or something? Like, I, I wasn't sure if we were supposed to know who that was. Yeah, that's. I felt the same way. Maybe she's the one that owned the truck and then drove it over <laughs> from wherever she was hiding it. And but overall, I, I mean, I watched the last three episodes all together over the weekend, and just so many just bad decisions that had to be made, and to then you know the whole thing having to call the you know the sky crew down to a hundred. Uh, and ultimately using the list that Clark originally created, uh, you know, earlier in the season to do so and all of those types of things. It was it was definitely interesting, although I thought that, uh, you know, some of the Sky Crew people had a point like, I mean, granted, you could teach some of the people how to what you're stuck down there, other people how to do things like it's not like they can't learn how to do uh, other things. But initially speaking, they're the ones with the technical expertise to be able to run the bunker, you know, like uh, the whole idea that some other crew was going to like take over the bunker and not take some of the sky crew people with them 
having like no idea how to use computers and and things of that nature was always a you know kind of a, a bizarre thing anyways but but interesting having you know how things end up uh, you know end up working out and you know who's who's basically the you know the leader now you know raven finally getting to do her uh, spacewalk and they yeah it's surprised we yeah. I did yeah. love that line too. Like she's talking about like all these things that we need to do. And we need to do them in like the next twenty five minutes. And she's like, "But why are you smiling?" And, <laughs> and Bellamy's like, "She just realized she gets to do that spacewalk she's been wanting to do <laughs> in the midst of all of that." But yeah, just so many, like you said, Kyle, so many different places. Even in like the last two or three episodes, where at any time you were like are they really going to kill this person off or is this, Oh my, is this person going to actually die? And then you had, although then you had other things like by the time I'm watching it, are you, you've already heard the news about like casting for like the next season. And so you're like, well, she's not going to kill herself. <laughs> oh, see, I hadn't heard any of that stuff. I just watched it <laughs> you know, the other day, but I didn't, I hadn't the, heard any casting. Yeah. The, the woman that plays uh, echo has been upgraded to a series regular for, like next season and so like i i like saw like some thing over like the last couple days or something like that and then so you're just like well she's not about to actually you know kill herself she's on the show next season she's a regular for one episode (laughs) (laughs) in flashbacks that's the that's the thing on this show being a cast regular is maybe a little less definite on on any show like you you sign that like that deal that says you're signed for this many seasons maybe Uh, we reserve the right to kill you at any time (laughs) (laughs) should the story dictate and uh but yeah ended up ended up being a really good season you know a little bit shorter this season with only 13 instead of 16 like the last couple I have no problem with that for any show. (laughs) But I think think that works with them doing it for uh, mid-season and, you know, coming back, you know, especially like late mid-season, you know, really end of regular TV season type of thing and being able to go. I think they took like one week off in the middle of it somewhere or whatever, but for the most part, it was straight through. And the way the way the CW is doing things now, a lot of. A lot of short shows really kind of work out to make it so they don't have large gaps of no new programming at any given night during the, what is it, the 37-week regular standard TV season. Yeah. So, yeah, but, you know, 100 will be back along with a bunch of other stuff uh, for another season on the CW and uh, look forward to seeing (laughs) who is on that prisoner (laughs) prisoner transport. Whoever they are, I bet they're young and attractive. <laughs> but also probably uh, dangerous in some way and going to cause uh, new problems. Because you know once they open the bunker, it's all going to have been hunky-dory for the last six years. Oh, yes. Uh, under, yes definitely. Underground. Although maybe the prisoner transport will have enough people to help actually dig out uh, the bunker try and, uh, and try and figure that out. But, but yeah, see what happened... I mean, at least Echo's alive 
up on the, up on the ring of the arc because she's a series regular next season. Uh, but I'm guessing see, all of them will at least make it to the, the see, opening credits. Yeah, see next. how they survive, <laughs> have survived up there, and and everything. Uh, just a show that does keep you guessing. You know, even here four seasons in, that'll be back, and we'll move on to the next show, which is Doctor Who season ten, episode seven, "The Pyramid at the End of the World." And uh, Leah, we'll start with you. What are you thinking of season ten so far of of Doctor Who and this episode in particular? You know, this is not my favorite Doctor. I don't. I don't know. I liked. I liked Clara with Matt Smith, but I did not like Clara with Peter Capaldi. And while I like Bill better. I wasn't now you don't like Peter Capaldi (laughs) (laughs) still still don't like Peter Capaldi and I like him as an actor I just don't I don't know what my problem is but he is not my favorite doctor so I have trouble like we talked about what we were going to watch or you know talk about for this episode and I had to watch seven episodes of Doctor Who (laughs) this weekend to get caught up to have this conversation because they just sit on my DVR and I'm just like oh I don't want to watch it and well, it's your own fault, Leah. You put it on the list as something that you were going to be caught I up know. with. <laughs> <laughs> she had to I jump know. back in time and get caught up. Although <laughs> using you're using the podcast much the same way I use the podcast and as an excuse <laughs> to finally catch up with certain shows that have just been piling up on the DVR. Exactly. I do like these villains, though. I guess. I don't know if they're – I don't know. I don't know that they're really villains, but the – the guys that I don't know what are we calling the them? The guys, yeah, the monks. I like I, them. I think that they're a good, like scary, but not more psychologically scary. I just don't like how their mouths don't move to their. It it feels like we don't know what they're going to say while we're filming this. Just move your mouths like a fish, and we'll we'll add in some dialogue later. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like a dubbed TV show or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll be. It'll be interesting. I guess I just need to see how they're going to work it out in the end kind of tired of Missy, too. Am I the only one who's tired of Missy? I used to love her, but I haven't, like, her her appearance this season so far, I I wasn't all that, I just didn't, I, it was just meh. But I liked her in the past. I, she was, like, I really enjoyed that character. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, Doctor so you weren't, never... Uh, you weren't excited to find out she's the one in the box? I, I didn't really, I didn't really care. Well, I, I'm much with Leah on the um, the whole Peter Capaldi. I like him as an actor, but I just not feeling this doctor. Like, I really like Bill though. Bill is great. Like, I like she, this ongoing thing with her and her uh, trying to have the date, and it keeps getting messed up first by, by the pope. someone but, like the UN general or the pope. Yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the fake one, it was it was the Pope, and then and then in the real one, it's the uh, yeah, the, like the UN Secretary General or whatever, like just walks out of her room. Uh, yeah, that that is what I do like about Bill compared to Clara, because Clara, Clara, she Bill has the, the whole childlike wonder. Like we get to go places and do things, and even though he's not taking her crazy places because he's supposed to stay on world. Even though he's not going crazy places with Bill, it's still she is just like so, like this is awesome. Like she hasn't, it hasn't worn on her yet. Now, do you she, think if she had known like about the regenerations and stuff, do you think she would have 
made the deal with the monks like to save him or just let him like regenerate after whatever explosion happened she's very against she seems very against death every single episode they have somehow death comes up and she is always not that i'm for death <laughs> But <laughs> I mean, she just like it's only she, death. Like. It's only it's only death. But you know, like in the episode it's only a where TV they were in right see? in the eighteen hundreds, and she had this whole like twenty minute conversation about how many people have you killed, and I don't know. I think she would have made the deal anyway. Yeah, well, it's still. I mean, potentially, like what I mean, what he said about what happened to him. Like, even if he regenerated, he could regenerate with still be blind. You know, type right. of thing. Like he doesn't know. Yeah exactly what different things have have happened or whatnot so especially since he's tried to do different things to make his eyes work at different times and and stuff and so yeah i don't know it did sort of leave it in an in an interesting space because it's also like those types of it's those types of decisions where people always get put in a spot where they have to choose like the one person they care about Mm-hmm. Over the death of the planet, <laughs> like, but but even if you save the person, like, aren't you still all going to die? Like, according to what you've seen in the future, like, so those those types of decisions are always kind of uh, uh, weird to me. They always feel like, I mean, as we always talk about, everything on a TV show is manufactured, but certain things pop up and you see the manufacturing <laughs> like you see mm-hmm. it feels manufactured as opposed to uh you know working where you know it just sort of flows by you cuz the you know the situation seems like that makes sense like in this type of thing and so so yeah i don't know about those you know those types of things where i didn't i don't know this is me nitpicking but he's taken by down by a i mean the doctor's basically taken down by a tumbler on a lock Oh, it's, it's the most pathetic lock <laughs> ever. It, that's that's the lock on the second airlock of a secure, clean facility that's testing bacteria that could kill you, for one. I mean, yeah. that looked like it belonged on a play school toy. And, <laughs> Why not a touchpad? Like, right. any normal... Or, you know, just, or like, you know, like an old school briefcase, you know, type of... Uh, right. <laughs> you know, and his, his glasses can look out into the abyss and tell the age, weight, how many heart rates per minute... I mean, but they can't read the numbers on the tumbler. But he can't read the numbers on the tumbler. I mean, it's just—I don't know. There's only ten. He could have felt his way into resetting each one, and then counted how many times. Like it wasn't a complicated tumbler. No, no. Well, it also—I didn't look closely enough, but sometimes you can even feel the raised part. Yeah, you could feel like what number is actually on something like that, and you could. Uh huh. You could even uh, sort of. I guess that way. And so, yeah, it's the, that whole, that whole type of thing. Those are the, those are the little types of problems. It's when things like that stick out in like a situation where you start thinking about those types of things, because something just feels off. (laughs) And then, and then you, because they're doing it because they need to set up what they have planned for the second half of the season, which is to have this deal been made. And now, you know, now the doctor's back being able to see and, you know, like she says, you know, I hope you can say, you know, save us now. Yeah. That, that you can see type of thing. And 
that's where the mechanics of the show sort of reveal themselves. Like this is all you can just you can see this all happening only not because it necessarily makes sense, but because we need to get to this other idea that we have for the second half of the season. And so we need to do something uh, to get us there. And this was the best we could come up with. I know they went off world once they went to that space station, but this season has been, it has not been as much time travel as well. They went to the one planet with the, uh, with the emoji bots, uh, went to the space station, it just doesn't feel like they've done as much as they usually uh, do. But a lot of stuff has been, you know, like basically like a almost like a bottle episode of them yeah. trapped in a house. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know. With the whole time, like the whole time on that episode, I'm going, come on. This is too good of a deal. <laughs> like no, <laughs> everybody's yeah. blinded by how like how big a place they're going to get for such a sweet deal. And you're yeah. just like. This is how every horror movie ever starts. Forget that it's basically like haunted or eating people, <laughs> ultimately. <laughs> right. But it also didn't have things like <laughs> that you would hope to have in you know in your house as as well, just in general. But but yeah, there's been it's been a little bit of a different season because of this whole uh, having to stay on world to protect the box for a thousand years, and uh, and I'm like you know. Can we just time travel to a thousand years from now and be done with that? Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see who they come up with for the next doctor. I guess I'm just gonna Yeah. Gonna I mean I, I still I still enjoy it for the different random things they come up with. Yeah. Uh, I mean British and, TV and is still pretty amusing. Yeah. But. And the, the whole idea of this you know, they got stuck in a, you know, they end up stuck in a simulation uh, type of thing and you're you're watching an episode, you know. All of a sudden, the episode that you're watching is just you're watching all the fake people, not the real people, <laughs> right? Uh, inside a, and you find out that they've been running all these different simulations to figure out how to, you know, how to kill people. And apparently, the 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 way they came up with was to uh, have a guy get party <laughs> before <laughs> before a big experiment and not pay attention to what he's doing and create, you know. Uh-huh an evil bacteria of some sort that's going to end up escaping and uh, that will wipe out the planet. You know, so yeah. it's quite the elaborate plan that they came up with. But yet I still enjoy it. Well, enjoy it from, I was going to say enjoy it from week to week, but then I also caught up with three episodes of this over the weekend <laughs> to be able to talk with it, talk about it on the podcast since Leah put it on her list even though she hadn't even watched an episode of it yet. I needed an excuse to watch that. And, and now, so so basically what you're saying is you need to be on the podcast again in six weeks. So yes. you can watch <laughs> for an excuse to watch the yes. rest of the season. Write it down in your calendar now. So. Uh, all right. That's Doctor Who. And we'll move on to the last show on the primetime list this week, which is... Still Starcrossed, season one, episode one, in Fair Verona, where we lay our scene, the series premiere. And Leah has so many things to say about it. So we'll start with you, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> what do you think of I only watched this because it was on the list for the podcast. <laughs> you mean it wasn't on it wasn't on your to do list to check out anyways, Kyle? 
I, I was actually thinking if it wasn't on the podcast, I was planning on just skipping it. It was, <laughs> yeah, I, it would have broken my rule of watching a first episode. And after watching this episode, I will not be watching. <laughs> yes. I, I feel no need to watch the remaining six episodes, which is all the series will ever get, I suspect. <laughs> but I, I just found, like, first of all, like the, for the first half, they're just retelling the end of Romeo and Juliet on fast and even forward. That, on fast forward, <laughs> and even that they couldn't get right because after Romeo downs all the poison, somehow she magically there's it fills itself back up, and she's able to because they don't want to show her stabbing herself for some reason. But so that's uh, that was annoying, and then. I could not keep track of who was related to who and because they had to do their PC casting and it just makes the family relationship so confusing. Like, like I, I would have appreciated if they had like the Capulets and the Montagues in different outfits. Everyone's dressed exactly the same. Like even gang colors would have been nice, like to <laughs> be able to tell this is one family that hates each other and this is the other family that hates each <laughs> even, other. Yeah, even later on when like the big battle like breaks out between the two, they're all wearing black. You have yeah. no idea like, <laughs> who's fighting who. <laughs> and like you see someone get stabbed, it's like, is that from that family? Are they happy about that? Or is that gonna start another battle? Like and <laughs> Like and then just the, like the per, like the purposely PC casting like if if you have both sides of this family are interracial there's obviously been some kind of marriage between them at some point in order to uh, be able to have these two groups to have and cousins like, and various. Yes. And and like then their solution is, oh, well, at the end, they're like, oh, we're going to have this marriage to solve this problem. When you just had a marriage and they both committed suicide, that didn't really work out the first time. So why is this other forced marriage going to actually fix things when the first one, they actually loved each other? And also, that like, didn't if work. they were going to force a marriage, like... Why wouldn't she serve her sister up on a silver platter? Who wants to be married to some guy? Uh, and, you know, they could have, uh, you know, done that. But why apparently it had to be, I mean, she's like the older sister, I guess. And so maybe that's why they were doing it within uh, in this, even though they're like some cousin that's also been kept around in like forced, you know, as basically help. You know, like they're not really part of the family until all of a sudden maybe this uh, marriage between the two will work. Uh, but uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize they were Capulets <laughs> until they had the the arranged marriage. I thought they were just like some other family that they took in, but they weren't related to them because they treat them like. Yeah, but like apparently servants. they I it sounded like they were. I mean, maybe they were renamed as Capulets or whoever, but they were somehow related as well. Just when, you know, like, uh, you know, somehow because it, it ultimately ends up being that what is the, you know, the, the lady of the house, her sister had married, you know, these two sisters, uh, father. And that's why she hates them. So even though she kept them around when like her sister and, their father died or whatever because she was ultimately in love with him but chose uh, you know like the bigger name guy to get married to and so that's how they're 
they're sort of related in, you know, they're not actually from that bloodline, you know, the big name bloodline, but they're related that way and then taken in and, and it's that type of stuff that was also super confusing, but, uh, we set the table for you there, Leah. <laughs> what, what, what did you think? Uh, this is just one of those, this is like the Chicago justice of the Shondaland series. It just proves that you cannot put Shonda Rhimes' name on a series and make it a hit. And how the hell did it end up on ABC? How is this not an ABC family show? Because they cast it like it was a CW show, which means that it should be on ABC Family if it has to be an ABC show. Or Freeform, it, as it's now known. Or, okay, yeah. Freeform. I prefer ABC Family, and then it wouldn't even have aired. <laughs> yes, that would have been fine, too. Well, that's, I think that's also why it only ended up being seven episodes, is because... Isn't this isn't this the show? Did I read this on some site that the network really did not want to air it, but the powers that be, and I assume it's because it's a Shonda Ryan show, said no, we're airing it anyway, because they wanted to like, you know, just send it off to like a streaming service or something, but they couldn't even yeah, they couldn't I'm, even do that. I have no idea. And it, has no one heard of a Family Crest? I just like you said, everybody's wearing black in this fight. Can you, we not put snakes on one like West Side Story? Can we not have? I don't know. It just if they added singing, it would have been better. It like, would have I been better. <laughs> it, it was it was the most ridiculous. And you know, usually I reserve this for my time travel shows because Jason will attest to this. He has to listen to me complain about how I cannot keep track of all the nonsense that goes on. Like, what? How did this happen? What timeline did they do that in? This is one of those shows where I'm going to have to have one of those crime boards with the string. <laughs> going from different family member to different family member to try well, to keep track of everything. Yeah, well, it's more that like the, you. It's more like the, uh, uh, like the crime family, uh, you know, yes. like like uh, like or like the uh, murder board type of yes, thing. with the guy at the top and then the yeah, other lieutenants like, down. And these yeah. people are associated with these people and so on and so forth, like down the line. Yeah, the only thing about the show that made sense was the title being still Starcross because now they have the. The guy who said she had to get married is in love with her. She's sleeping with him. I don't. Maybe it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Was it just me or was it not till right there at the very end that you realized that she had a thing for him? Because all along. Yeah, no, that took a while. All along, the way things were situated, I thought she had a thing for the sister. Oh, no, I thought I thought she had a thing (laughs) for the prince the whole time. I, I got that early on. Yeah, I thought. Because of the way she was extra frosty to the princess when at the party, you know, talked to the prince that, you know, she had, you know, some sort of, you know, some sort of history there or whatever. And then there was a scene where she kind of looks back and the way the angle is, the the princess is more in the foreground and it looks like she's looking at her, not at the prince. I know. See, I would say that I would rewatch to see this, but I can't do it. I was, yeah. I wasn't sure, like, who, uh, and that also, like, that part of why she, uh, I don't know, why she wanted to go run away and be a nun, uh, and just, <laughs> I don't know, just a bunch of things that made it seem, but a lot of the problem I had with the show was the way that it was cut, and that from scene to scene, like, things are happening, and you're like, well, who are these people now? And where did are we still in the same timeline? Have we jumped ahead somewhere or and then all of a sudden you're yeah, you're, you're being and uh and so you're also introduced to Romeo and Juliet who meet their end in the first third of the show 
And then that leaves like only two thirds of the show to spend time actually setting up the ongoing story and introducing and all the these other characters. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, and who doesn't know the story of Romeo and Juliet? I mean, honestly. But there's like Why all these other characters. The show? And like Kyle said, to do it. Yeah, and like Kyle said, to do it incorrectly. The opening scene could have been them being found. They didn't even do it. Yes. Like the yes. opening scene of the show could have been them being found, you know. And that, yeah, the, and then they could the, have used three quarters of the show to talk about everybody else. Yeah, and then they could have set the rest of the, uh, the things up uh, the other way. But yeah, I was lost as uh, with who was with who and... They need like a pop-up video version that pops up a bubble, tells you what character (laughs) that is. This is Gerald. He's cousins with. (laughs) Like a narrated 80s movie. Like, it's like explaining who every character is. Yes. Maybe they, yeah, they could have had like dead Juliet. Yes. Like like talking about like what. Going, oh, that's my cousin Mark. Afterwards, after they. Uh after they killed themselves. Uh, but it, but there were, like, so many different people that, like, when they mentioned a name, you're like, that sounds like a name from Shakespeare and and Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> but, like, who are they? <laughs> How are they? Oh, they're just a friend of a friend. You know, and I now paused, they're dead. I paused halfway through, popped up Wikipedia, reread the summary of <laughs> the last bit of uh, Romeo and Juliet just to refresh my memory who all these characters were, who stabbed who. I was like, okay, now I can continue. And then I continued with the rest of the episode. Yeah, that I mean, that is one of the most ridiculous things. Like, everybody knows who Romeo and Juliet and they spent all this time talking about it. But then they just hopped right in with everybody else and didn't give any kind of explanation, really, of who all these people were. And those are the people we're going to have to put up with for the next six episodes or whatever. I don't I don't know. The whole thing was a disaster. Yeah, it wasn't. I like how you say we have to put up with them like you're actually. Like we're going to have to watch them. Yeah, no, I'm not going to watch them. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like you're on board for another six episodes. You were already building your murder board. Uh, Leah, you're not telling me that in six weeks you also want this to be on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely not going to be able to watch this one. Not at all. Yes, to yeah. you listening out there, in six weeks we will not be talking about Doctor Who and Still Cross, <laughs> Still Star Cross on, on the episode. Although, on the other hand, it had a very, well, let's just say uh, better acted and such than some shows, but it had that terribleness of a show that almost makes you want to watch it just for the sheer terribleness. He, he's turning, Leah. <laughs> he's going to be watching it. <laughs> Yeah, now. <laughs> no, the problem is, is I don't. I used to be able to do that. Now I don't have time <laughs> on my TV watching. TV. I don't have time on my TV watching schedule to throw in a bad show or two just because they're <laughs> unintentionally hilarious. It's only six more episodes. Yeah, I know. It's only six more episodes. But, so yeah, no. so I'll see you guys back here in six no, weeks, then, I right? Need, <laughs> I need to. I still need to go back and finish up things like, like. The magicians and, and twelve right. monkeys and things that I actually want to watch and that are actually good. Hi, my name is Jason and I watched all of Still Star Cross. <laughs> Hi, Jason. That's right. 
<laughs> TV holic. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, you go in. You're like, oh, I, I fell again. <laughs> I watched Still Star Crossed. Yeah. <laughs> and, Hi, my name is Leah, and I watched all of Still Star Crossed. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm back to, you know, I'm only two days sober. <laughs> now from, uh, only two days sober. Yeah. Uh, from having uh, from having taken uh, taken another episode of uh, of Still Starcrossed. Yeah. So. Well, the, the thing is, I have Dish Network, you know, so it automatically tapes everything on, you know, the big four networks. So, Still Starcross is on my DVR, whether I. I'm going to watch it or not. It's there for it's just gonna stare at me now and I'm gonna end up having to watch it. My season pass is still set. I need to go and delete that. I I didn't set forget. a season pass. I just set it to record just the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would have to remember if somehow it was good, I'd have to remember to set it the following week. But now I don't. So, you know. Uh, right. all right. That'll do it for still Starcrossed. I mean, I'm sure we could go on and on and on about all the things that were uh, annoying about it. It was not. But if you watched it and somehow have a different opinion, I sure would love to hear it. So (laughs) send us an email at feedback at tvtimes3.com and let us know what you thought about Still Starcrossed. And with that, we'll move on to the next section, which is the TV recommendations segment. And uh, I haven't had a recommendation uh, here recently on the on the podcast, but I thought I would re-recommend the TV Time app, formerly known as the TV Showtime app, but they recently merged with another app out there uh, and added some new features and uh, some other stuff uh, to it, like being able to leave uh, video commentary and things like that in the comments as opposed to just, you know, text comments about shows on the uh, the show pages and uh, some things like that. But I really like it for the ability to put a show on the list that you're following and then the next week it's there telling you that that episode's av- you know, available and then you click it off as you watch it and you can keep track of where you are on different shows. And so when I end up with these, say like by the end of the season, I end up nine episodes behind on the flash and ultimately just delete them off the DVR because a week later they're going to be on Netflix. I can just go back to the TV time app, (laughs) pop up and go over to the flash and go, where was the last episode I watched? And I can start watching hypothetical. (laughs) Yeah. Hypothetically. (laughs) Should something have like that occurred here recently, <laughs> but it gives I, but it gives me the ability to keep track of shows when I'm, you know, if I de- decide to delete something off the DVR or uh, or something that it's not on the DVR, you know, like a Netflix show, uh, I can see I can look and see where I am without having to go see on Netflix where I'm at in that show, and I just find it really handy for keeping track of what. Uh, what you've watched, and if you want to know, you know, like... I can see if Jason watched Still Starcrossed Episode 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can follow uh, You can follow other people, and you can send 
uh, messages back and forth and you know comment on different things within it you know you can see what other people uh, that you're following are watching uh, as well uh, but it also can tell you like certain things like uh, according to the app I spent 26 months 23 days and 6 hours watching TV I don't want to know those things about myself. <laughs> and I'm sure mine says 23 months, and I know there's shows that I haven't checked off. Well, yeah, so there's, sure. there's tons of stuff that I haven't checked off on the list because there's tons of things like, say, like a MASH, where I can't just go in and say that I've watched like every season of it. <laughs> but I've watched so many episodes of it over the years that it's probably close, but I don't know which episodes. And so there's things like that where old shows that I've watched – at different times or watched some parts of it, uh, but never sat down and watched it, you know, straight through season to season to be able to uh, check those off. So there's plenty of things. Uh, the other thing that it added uh, recently is the ability to check off a show when you watch it for a second time. So you can now, for all those shows that you, you know, like uh, lost fans and people doing game of Thrones rewatches and things like that, going into new seasons of shows, you can now go back and click off a second time or a third time, and you can keep track of how many times you've watched uh, each episode of something like that of a of a favorite show as well. But I just I, I just I have found it really handy, uh, like I said, for keeping track of of where I can go start back up with certain shows. You know, later on when I finally get some time to catch up with something. Especially in the hypothetical situation, like say your DVR dies and you lose all your episodes and you don't remember where you left off. Another hypothetical. Hypothetically, yeah. Hypothetically. In case something like that happens to, uh, you know. Should that happen to somebody? Should should you have recently been set up a brand new DVR with a gazillion uh, gigabytes of space only to have the DVR die weeks later with all of that space? full of things uh you can yeah you can go back and say oh where do i need to pick up on this show (laughs) and you find it as well but but yeah that's my recommendation the tv time app and uh kyle how about you what is uh, your recommendation this week uh so my recommendation is the uh direct tv series kingdom uh it's going to start up its third and final season this week uh if you have direct tv or att uverse uh, but seasons one and two are being released uh, on DVD on Tuesday, June 6th, uh, exclusively at Walmart until August 1st when it's available everywhere. Um, the first season had been released previously, like on one of those uh, manufacturer on demand DVDR releases, but it was way overpriced. This is like a nine disc set of the first two seasons. Uh, it comes from Shout Factory and the prices. So much more reasonable. I think it was like $20 on Amazon in August or like $28 on the uh, Walmart site. But I, I binged the, all 30 episodes over the last two weeks and I really enjoyed it. I had always assumed this was like a show that was just about like MMA fighting. And while that is a part of it and the fights are way more brutal and gruesome than I ever knew MMA fighting was... Uh, I, it's also much more of a uh, family drama, and so it, it's a really good drama. Like they've got a great cast. It's got Frank Grillo, uh, Keely Sanchez, Matt Loria, uh, Nick Jonas, Jonathan Tucker, and Joanna Going. Um, and like I said, the third season starts up uh, 
tomorrow night as we're recording. Um, and I still have my free direct TV now service I got for buying. Well, I bought the service to get a free Apple TV, so I, I'll be able to watch the first uh, month's worth of, uh, of the show. And then I'll have to wait like every until I find someone with direct TV. <laughs> but you should have waited until the end of the <laughs> i bought the apple tv the last day of that offer i can always sign up they have another offer that's like a free fire stick for 30 days yeah. so what i could do is wait sign up for that <laughs> and get a fire stick and uh get 30 days of service to watch the rest of it yeah kingdom much like friday night lights was not about football kingdom is not necessarily about mma fighting it just happens to be a drama that takes place within that world yeah and Leah, what is your recommendation? I am recommending that you go back and watch Orphan Black from the beginning because on June 10th, they are going to run their final season. And I don't know, the whole idea that Tatiana Masley? Maslani, Maslani, I think. She, um, the fact that she's like, you know, anywhere between one to seven people in a scene is just... <laughs> Just, you know, unbelievable and, to me. And at times you forget. <laughs> that, yeah. At times you forget that she's that's the same person as, you know, standing next to each other. is not two actors or four actors. It's one person playing every single role. And, I mean, the show's crazy, but in a fantastic way. And the final season starts June 10th. And I think you can catch up on them, bbcamerica.com. And but, you can use the TV Time app to keep track of your rewatch. You can, just in case, you know, you had it on your DVR and hypothetically deleted it. Yes. <laughs> I own all the Blu-rays. I can rewatch watch or, them. Or, yeah, or you just, yeah, or just to keep track of where you were when you you pop that Blu-ray out to watch something else. And then you're like, wait, where was I? What episode was I watching? That. Oh, there it is. <laughs> See, very synergistic on our uh, recommendations. Yes. Yes, it is. Mine goes with anything TV watching, so <laughs> that works out. All right. That's our recommendations. As always, you can find links to, to more about those, as well as the news stories we talked about, and also where you can find Kyle and Leah online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 370. Next week, Kyle will be back, as will Amory, and we will be doing our summer TV preview since a few things are starting to uh, starting to show up, but you know, now we don't need to talk about Still Starcrossed on the summer TV preview because it's not going to be on the rest of our summer watch list. Yeah, well, Amory could be enjoying it. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Until next week. Thank you again, uh, Leah and Kyle, for joining me on episode three seventy. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Leah, say something so I know that you're recording. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I'm recording. Okay. Kyle, say something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get a really white <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even sure I want to know what's happening over there, Kyle. I know. What kind of podcast is this? <laughs> I, I forgot we were recording. <laughs> There's a, some sort of weird... <laughs> it's like TV After Dark or something. TV Menage a Trois. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right.
So we have officially recorded all of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. All right.